The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Hey y'all, this is For Blue, co-creator of Brain Represents and Nemesign, a retro-futurist audio drama about a group of prisoners, Vic, Jules, Hugo, and Dr. Huxley, serving out their sentence on a space station. This is an excerpt from Season 2, Episode 13, Hold Your Breath. It was the first part of our two-part Season 2 finale, in which our crew finally initiates their escape plan from Nemesine, only for it to go horribly awry at the hands of corporate scientist Lucy Calvin, and our crew is forced to shift gears. This is one of the episodes we are proudest of producing in the culmination of over two years of work. And on a more personal level, something that I am very proud to have written, and it's one of those things that you look back on and cannot believe how well it turned out. I truly do hope you enjoy. Thank you. Hi everybody, Jack here. Before the episode starts, I just want to take a moment to thank some of our patrons for making this all possible. Thank you to M. Mosin, Alti, and Ollie Science. And a reminder that our patron tiers have changed since the last few episodes, so I would double check and make sure that you are still signed up for the tier you want to be. Anyway, on with the episode. See the pod bay. Where's Hugo? I don't know. They were supposed to meet us here. Could they have been caught? If they got caught, they're dead. She might not jump straight to murder. If she doesn't, I will. After all their ragging about their perfect record, if they're the reason things go wrong. The record that continues ah! to be perfect, my dear. I've earned those bragging rights fair and square. Jesus Christ, it took you long enough. You will all have to forgive me. And I was forced to take the long way around. Apparently, the power went out, and there's been quite a fuss. Got that keycard on you? Uh, yes. Uh, I'll be damned. What? I just... It's bad to say I couldn't imagine this part. Last-minute doubts, Victor? No, no, I just... Didn't feel like it could be real? Yeah. Until now. As much as I'd love to revel in the fruits of our labor, why don't we save that once we're far, far away from the space station, hmm? Hugo's right. We should go before Lucy notices we're missing. Right, yeah. Should only need the keycard authorization now. So... this is it then? Yeah. I stop. You know, once we're back Earthside and this hits the papers, we'll all be wanted fugitives. Not that that's any different from life before for yours truly, but you 
you'll not be able to go back to the way things were before. I know. Are you prepared for what's out there? Holy shit, guys! I, I, I told you to stop doing <laughs> sorry, that! Sorry, sorry! Yeah, yeah, we got this, right? Yeah, yeah, I, we'll figure it out. What about you, Aster? What about me? You ready for what's out there? I suppose I have to be. No, 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 no. What's going on? It's denying my card. What? I I don't know. I keep scanning the card and it keeps saying access denied that I'm that I'm not authorized. No. No, it is going to work. Give me it. We did not get this fucking far for nothing. I thought you said that key card would be authorized during station emergencies. I, that's what it said in the handbook. Having some technical difficulties, Aster? Oh, good lord. You evil little demon bitch! This is all you! You you knew! Of course I knew. However, given the situation, I would be careful with my words if I were you, Miss Krober. How? How did I know? Well, Roger, the tape, please. Well, whatever we do, it has to be big enough for a full crew evacuation and scary enough that it'll be too chaotic for them to run a headcount right away. But not too big or too scary for the captain to make the call to start using the escape pod. A delicate balance, to be sure. I was thinking a power outage in the cell blocks? You three would be running the risk of getting stuck. All the doors lock electronically. That's right. Nemesino owns the patent. Well, in my very well-trained eyes, some minor engine sabotage seems like a safer option. Get it! You've done this before! How the hell did you get that? No one was recording! You thought you didn't. That's the issue, Mixaldronon. You thought you didn't know. You couldn't possibly have known that we recovered the tape you attempted to record over, or that, in response to this, we tapped not only you in Miss Krober's cells, but Dr. Huxley's office and personal quarters. Shit. In all your little party's careful caution and preparation, all the clever ideas you were so proud of, you seem to have forgotten where you are. Your environment and your enemy are not separate ideas. One is an extension of the other. Blood cells don't escape my veins without my knowledge. Uh, 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 God, are you, like, getting off on this? If you're going to drag us back to our cells, do me a favor and do it now and give us the courtesy of not having to watch. Hmm. No, I don't think we'll do that. What? You lot have more than overextended your good graces. I have tried to be patient with you. I have given you time that, frankly, I shouldn't have given, in hopes that you would begin to see things my way. I let you get this far in hopes that you would back out, that you would realize what a fatally stupid mistake you were making. I did everything I could to make it easy for you to cooperate. I did all of this because I believe in the work we were doing here. However, you have proven time and time again that not only do you not care about the good we could do, you don't care about keeping your contracts with this institution. Gentle correction has simply failed on you all. So, we are doing things my way, by force. 
Here are your options. Option one. Outside that door right now stands every armed guard on Nemstein. In a state of emergency, they are authorized to use lethal force on anyone that is deemed a threat to the safety of the occupants of this facility. And at the moment, seeing as you caused a station-wide blackout, that is you for. I am the only thing that separates you from them. You attempt to lay a hand on me, they kill you. You attempt to lay a hand on my lovely assistant, Roger, they kill you. If one of you so much as breathes in a way I deem suspicious, I will call my boys in, and this room will be receiving a new paint job. What shade would you prefer, Roger? Cardinal red or red and lively? This is barbaric. Ah, what did I just say about breathing? Anywho, option two. I do believe we will all find this one far easier to stomach. You see, this experiment will continue, whether you are participating from yourselves or from the morgue. In my line of work, when we want to see something through, we do it, and we do it on schedule. When you're forced to change personnel, especially when that personnel is specialized, you start to have delays, and when you start to have delays, investors end up disappointed. This is the reality I'm here to avoid. Originally, Mixalgernon, I wasn't sure how I would accommodate for the possibility of your leave from Nemesine, seeing as you're currently the only known operator of this memory machine. But now, I don't think that will be an issue. Just tell me what you want. I want off this floating hunk of metal as much as all of you. So I'm prepared to offer... a deal. I want you to complete the test with Vincent and sign a permanent contract with Jessia. One that will guarantee your employment with us as a test subject and operator as we continue to develop our research and eventually enter into patent negotiations with my friends in the armed forces. You will, of course, be a part of those negotiations. An expert operator. You will live under joint Jessia and Nemesine supervision, Earthside, during the course of our research, be provided accommodations, and certainly more liberties than the common prisoner would have. Sure. And my friends, what about them? Oh, I'll turn the other cheek and cut a deal under the table where they can serve the remainder of their sentences on Earth, far away from Nemesine, including Dr. Huxley. Provided, of course, we maintain regular correspondence in regards to the project. Yeah, uh, feel free to take this completely to heart, but I'd rather die by fucking firing squad than let my friends sign away their soul to be the catalyst for the next world war. In spite of my continued passion for breathing and living, I think I actually second that. Huxley, thoughts? At least I'll die with some goddamn backbone. <laughs> That's all well and good, but it's not your decision to make, is it? Victor, what is it going to be? Uh, um, uh, Vic, please. She literally has a gun to our heads right now. What else am I supposed to do? For starters, don't hand her the keys to the next nuclear bomb. She could be lying. I Even feel we are touching enough me. on the prisoner for life aspect here as well. All, all right. All right. That, that's enough. I, I, I just need... I, I need one, a second of quiet to think. Take all the time you need. Fine. 
You want me? You got me. I'll do it. What? what? No. Good. At least one person here is in their right mind. Mix Algernon, please come with me. I hope you don't mind. I took the liberty of drawing up a contract a few weeks ago. Roger, please stay with the guards while these three are separated into holding cells for transport. What the hell is wrong with you? You know she's just going to screw you over. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm not letting y'all die for me. It wasn't just for you. She's a murderer, Vic. She's dragging you away to murder someone right now. You do this, and eventually hundreds, maybe thousands, will die. She would have done it anyway. I'm not letting you sign your life away. Not for her. Not for the military. Not for anyone. That's why we were trying to escape. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, fucking sure. Jules, look at me. You know you're my best friend, right? What the hell are you doing? Pinky promise, remember? Vic, seriously. Jules. Yeah, Pinky promise. No secrets. I need you to trust me that I made the right choice. We all just need some time. I know what I'm doing. You'll see. Okay. Mix Algernon, I hope the guards don't have to come in and separate you two. You don't gotta prod me, I'm coming. I do wish it could have been under better circumstances, but nonetheless, I am looking forward to our partnership, Mix Algernon. Let's just get this over with. That's the spirit! At least we can see. After all this time. I thought Vic hated hugs. Yeah, they do. I thought you would be more upset after that conversation. We made a promise. Vic said they know what they're doing. Uh, what do you mean? Vic said we needed time, right? Yes. I have to admit, I can't say I enjoy being asked to move on from him. Well, they have a point. Like it or not, we will adjust. Time heals all wounds and such. I suppose. No, literally. We literally need more time. Oh, well, perhaps we aren't down yet that... I still don't understand. You will. Hey! Why aren't you arresting him too? He's the one who engineered this shit. What? <laughs> yeah! I'm talking to you. You threw us under the bus. You sold us out. Gentlemen, this man right here is a criminal mastermind who has managed to live right under your noses. Why do you think he hides behind Dr. Calvin? Because he knew no one would ever suspect a thing. He is a cruel and callous man who, from the beginning of this entire escapade, was the orchestrator of these events. He had grown sick of Dr. Calvin's reign of terror and hoped by getting rid of her subjects, he would sabotage her career and finally move up from being only a measly minion on the company ladder. This is ridiculous. You don't actually believe any of this, do you? Is this true? It's Hugo. Does anyone want to corroborate this? It's true. Holy. This man 
has actively antagonized me since the beginning of his residency at Nemesine, and, under threat of violence, coerced into participating in his plot. Oh, you're so full of shit. Exactly. And furthermore, his numerous white-collar crimes... What did Vic tell you? The money what do you, you, I mean? The Swedish offshore Dad, bank accounts, bribery, collusion, obstruction... You'll have to allow me a few moments to set up again. This afternoon's incident interrupted our preparations. Please take your seat. Hey, Vic. Hey, Vincent. Weird day, huh? It feels like an understatement from someone in your position. Oh, I'm still against dying. But it seems like everyone's changing their minds on if it's happening or not every five minutes, so it's kind of impossible to regulate my feelings about the situation. I'm guessing right now it's back on? Uh... Yeah. Great, okay. In that case, I'm going back to plan A. What's a, uh, what's plan A? Well, if I tell you, then you'll try and stop me. <clears throat> gotcha. <clears throat> Shit! For your sake, I certainly hope that is still functional. Uh, I think I just tripped on some wires. I'm sorry. It's perfectly fine, Mixaldronon. Just get in your seat. Right. Sorry. Right. Recorder still going? Good. We'll have to edit out the last half hour, but we should still have enough space for the moment. Beginning the first replicant trial in three, two, one. Sorry. Sorries, don't fix broken machines. Now I'll have to call in Roger, who is currently preoccupied. I, I could probably fix it, since Roger's busy and all. And why would I allow that? You gave Roger permission to teach me mechanical engineering. I know everything he knows about this machine. I could fix it sooner than it would take to call Roger and get him back over here, so... <sighs> why would I do anything to sabotage you? You're holding my friends at gunpoint. You just offered to send me home. Fine. Work quickly. Only way I know how. What is it? I, I don't think the problem is coming from the machine. Uh, that panel I knocked over was covering the lab's circuit breaker, and I think I flipped one of the switches on its way off. Is it an easily resolved issue? Yep. Fabulous. Let's not waste any more time, then. Did you read all of Dr. Huxley's notes, Dr. Calvin? Only the ones pertaining to my project. So, you don't know about Kane? Warren Kane? Of course I know about him. <laughs> no. Nothing. Hello, Vic! Woo! Been a while! Let's pick up where we left off!
Today's episode was written by Stanford Blue. It featured Leland Heed as Victor Algernon, Varys Zima as Aster Huxley, Serena Johnston as Jules Krober, Finn Carter as Roger Morris, Noelle Salisbury as Lucy Calvin, E.G. Taraku as Hugo Highsmith, Reese Tirado as Vincent, and Kate Martin and Doug Garcia as the guards. Our editor is Jura Leopold, and our music is by Sloan Van Dyke. If you like what we do here and want to follow us on social media or support us on Patreon, all of that information will be linked in the description below. Thank you for listening. Thank you.